Moving right along, we are going to go straight into Fight Talk. Get into our Fight Talk. Um, this past weekend was a bit of an early card, like we mentioned before. A very early card, yeah. Um, so we didn't quite have, you didn't have the usual you know, watch party that we usually would mm-hmm. for these things, but still did enjoy the fights nonetheless. I mm-hmm, mean, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, this London card did not disappoint. There was a ton of great fights on this. Yep. And there was great fights all the way around. Great I mean, even Dana White was... Great performances. Dana White was very pleased to the point that he gave out nine bonuses, which is a record. Mm-hmm. Nine bonuses. And he's like, we're definitely, we're definitely coming back to, to London this year. Like, we're going to move some stuff around. We're coming back. Mm-hmm. So that's interesting. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, nine bonuses. I, and honestly, I think this, is the, this, is the, this should be the meta moving forward. Once you get a finish... Should get a bonus. Should be a finish bonus and not yeah. a performance bonus. So that way it incentivizes people and then, you know, people can't talk about fighter pay. Well, it would kind of hush that up a little bit. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. a guy, even though he's, you know, he's, you know, he's starting the UFC and he's only making, what, 30 to show mm-hmm. kind of a thing. Tack another 50 on there. Tack another 50. If you get a nice finish. Or, uh, you know, fight of the night or whatever, so... It's good. I like UFC, you know. I like I like Dana White when he's happy like this. And he just, you know, spreads the money around. Makes and everybody happy. Makes everybody happy. And the fighters, like I said, did not disappoint. Um, I'm going to go quickly through this. Um, try to remember the fights as they happen. Do, 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 Jack. Oh, well, the guy, um, Mohamed Makovev. Mak- Makaev. Mm-hmm. Apparently he broke his hand before that fight. Interesting. And, and he, he still, like, still showed up. To still managed to submission. get a first round submission. Now he's now seven and zero. Oh. Yeah, he said he would. He, he like his UFC debut, and he was he, was, he would not be denied. He was like, you know, even though he went into the fight with a not a fully healed hand. Mm-hmm. You know, so you know who else did that? Well, not for the debut, but in the f- in a fight that they lost. Uh. Anthony Smith fought against Glover Teixeira mm. said he had two broken hands jeez cause he uh, two weeks before that fight someone broke into his house oh I did hear something like that yeah mm-hmm. and he beat the brakes off this person broke both his hands during it but he was legit trying to kill this person openly admits it that he was trying to kill this person he was like to the point like he he was pressing down the person and like lifting his body lower body off the floor and like dropping knees on this person's head he was legit trying to crush his skull mm. mind you this is a 6'4 250 230 pound guy mm. Mm. just dropping knees on your head he said the guy was not reacting to him it's a very very interesting interview that I saw Jeez. recently but um yeah moving right along um Jack Shore also fought got, a, got his decision win um, Elise Reed as well against Corey McKenna. She got a decision win as well. Split decision. Mm-hmm. Um, um, Paul Craig. Yeah, Nikita Krilov versus Paul Craig. Um, such a great fight because Krilov is such a tough guy. I'd like... When we called... When we read through this last week, I, I, didn't, I didn't recognize him. 
But CM5 was like, oh, I, I remember Krilov. Like, Krilov is, is no joke. Mm-hmm. Is no slouch. Went up against Paul Craig. I think he was the favorite. Mm-hmm. And rightfully so, because he was beating the brakes off of Paul Craig. Um, Paul Craig was just taking some shots mm. that put out most people. And he, when he was, while he was on his back, he took a couple shots that I think actually put him out. But one of the shots woke him back up. <laughs> and he continued to, you know, play the guard game, which if you ever get in Craig, Paul Craig's guard, just get just out. Just get out. There's no reason to stay there. Because he's too good there. He, he's like he's always winning fights that way. Like, like I think of his last fight like that. He's won a few fights that way. Yeah. Or he's like in trouble and then he just pulls out a submission. And he threw up that triangle so fast. So quickly and it was perfect technique. He had the right angle on it and everything. It didn't take much of a squeeze. And you could tell Krilov was like, no, this is not happening like this. But he really, like, he could not go anywhere. This this triangle had the perfect technique, had the right it's angle, everything. Honestly, it's been so long since I've seen somebody won th- via triangle. I thought it was like a, one of those techniques that were just kind of going away. Everyone kind of trained it, so they mm-hmm. kind of in order to avoid it. But not Paul Craig. So he, he threw up a perfect one, perfect like textbook, perfect triangle. If I do say so myself, triangle being one of my favorite submissions, his was perfect, and he won. Even though he de- he he definitely got rocked in that fight. I don't know if he went out, out, but when he was on his back, he definitely looked like it could have been stopped. Mm. But he survived and threw up a triangle, so good for him. Um, who else we got? Uh, Shamil Abdurrahimov. Abdurrahimov. Uh, versus um, Sergey Pavlovich. Um, that was a first round. TK over Pavlovich. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, he's he's been around for a while. He's been the uh, you know mainstay in heavyweight for a while, and Pavlovich just took him out of there in the first round. There you go. Didn't take much. Did not at all. And then Mike Grundy versus Maquan Americani, which I kind of felt bad for Mike Grundy because he's he's having a tough week. His father just got you know diagnosed with some kind of terminal. some kind of terminal disease, like. So he was in a dedicated this fight to his father and everything. And you know why he was coming out? He was a bit emotional. They actually showed his father in the crowd. His father was a bit emotional. So I was like, oh, man, he has to win this one. And McQuan said, nope. I'm getting you out here pretty early, sir. Didn't even take him a full minute. Didn't even take him a full minute. Got him out of the first round, first minute of the fight. And I felt bad for him. And you could tell he did not know. Wasn't trying to go out. He was you know, just fell asleep. Tried to tap or nap, man. He chose to nap because he would not tap. I guess for his father. So it's felt bad a, for him. Yeah, moral victories, I guess. But um, yeah, Maquan Marconi, he looked good. Looked sharp. Got a few ex- exchanges that went to the ground, and that was it. Maquan did not spend too much time. He said he wants to fight again. Uh, you know, early he doesn't. You know. UFC, you'd fight next week if they want them to. Which fighters are seeing now that that's that's the way you, that's, that's the way, way you build your brand. That's the way you you get that's paid. Come up, yep. So, good for him. I I, I, I like Americani. He's always, I mean, you could t- he's he's always been sharp, very dangerous. But you know, he's had a couple of losses. He's had his ups and downs, yeah. You can tell that there's something there. That there's some star quality there. So, hopefully. And then your boy fought uh, Jay Herbert. Yeah, Jay Herbert versus. Ilya. Teporia. And uh, again, 
Jay Herbert, you know, he, he I, I was very high on this guy. And he came into this, this fight looking good as well. Mm-hmm. He looked excellent in this he fight. He looked as sharp as I, th- as I, as I thought, thought him to be. Excellent. And, you know, Ilya just... I mean, they, they both... Actually, Jay Herbert was beating the brakes off of Ilya. <laughs> like, that first round, he was, he was really hurting him. To the point that it, it could have been stopped. Maybe there's one. Well, I don't know. That could have been stopped. But he could have gotten him out of there. If, if he had really pushed, I think he could have gotten him out of there. Mm. But Ilya just was showing his toughness. And they both threw a combination at the same time. But where, you know, Herbert threw like a one, maybe two mm-hmm. punch combination. Ilya threw a, a three combination. And that third one was on the chin. And put it, made him go limp. Yep, put him right out. Which was motionless, violent, violent KO. Definitely worth the the money he got there. Um, and uh, he he's um he, he, he a bit of an interesting character there, uh, Ilya, because he he got in a fight with Patty mm-hmm. earlier in the week. You heard what the film was about, I guess. I did not. Apparently, Patty made some very ill-advised comments on. It was like back in. I forgot, it was a few years back or whatever. Mm-hmm. About, I guess, Georgia and Russia. I guess, I don't, I don't know, Russia. I think it was a Russian, it was invading Ru- Georgia or something like that. Mm. And by Georgia, I mean the country Georgia, not, you know. Not the United States. Not the United States. Mm. Um, and I guess Patty made a comment about it. And, like, at first I was like, I was on Patty's side for this, you know, whole fight, mm. you know, because it's Patty. But then he was saying, like, you know, like, he, stuff he said, like, Ilya was like, you know, I remember, you know, children and women dying and stuff like that, you know, mm. for something he's making a joke of, you know. So, definitely not. So, there's definitely some bad blood there. Mm-hmm. And they're both on the same card and they both, well, came up winners, which we're going to go into a little bit later. Yeah. But, uh. He called out Patty. He called out Patty. Which, before this, Patty was like. This dude's probably not gonna win his fight because Herbert's a yeah. As a BC, he he knows Jay Herbert, and I was like, yeah, you're right. But he made it through, so now he made it through. Patty might have to fight him. It's gonna be interesting. But anyway, before that happened, we have a uh, Molly Meatball <coughs> McCann versus Luana Carolina. Carolina, who I'm not somebody to check on her. I don't I don't know if she's still with us, but um, man, that was. Probably the, mo- the most brutal female knockout I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. And I've seen some bad female knockouts, you know. There have been some rough ones, but this one was scary. Which was a good fight all the way around. Uh, Molly was, you know, she was, you know, in her home, to, well, around her, her, her countrymen. So she was just hyped from out of the gate. Start to finish, yeah. She came guns blazing when this fight started and was just unloading everything. To the point where, like, yeah, she's probably going to lose this fight because... She literally blew her, her, her gas tank in the first round. Mm-hmm. With no questions asked. She, she, she blew her gas tank in the first round. In the second round, Carolina started to I recognized that, started to turn around a little bit, and started to inch away with it. I was like, yep, this is what's going to happen because she blew her, 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 her wad. But because she's, in her, you know, she's around her country, man, she was like, mm, I'm not going to be denied. She started you know, coming back in the third, doing her thing, and ultimately caught... Um, Carolina with a spinning back elbow. Spinning back elbow that like shut the lights all the way off. Separated her from her consciousness. Like her eyes rolled up in her head. She fell and she was out. Out. Like 
she didn't like. I never saw her come through. Even when they're announcing the the, 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 you know, the winner, winner, and everything, she's still flat on her back, like in the same position she fell when she landed. Has not moved. I was like, man. And I'm surprised like the, like the commentators nobody was saying anything. So that's why I'm I'm, I'm assuming she's okay. But it, it it looked rough, especially because it's it's a woman too as well. Mm-hmm. It's a little uncomfortable seeing women take that kind of damage. But um, definitely, it's what you sign up for, right? Good for her though. Molly's, you know, twelve and four, and she's she's on her way to becoming a star, and she's doing the right thing by mm-hmm. you know aligning herself with you know Patty and her other countrymen and stuff like that. So, and she was super hyped. She jumped in the crowd and. It was a kid with a, a, a replica belt. A replica belt that <laughs> she, she grabbed just grabbed it. and started, you know, parading with it, parading around in the, in the ring with it, which is it's hilarious. It's like hilarious. I, ho- I hope that kid got his belt back. I hope good. so too, because it's just threw it to like a security. So I don't know what happened to it after that, but hopefully he got it back, and it's definitely worth something now. Yeah, that was that, that was uh, was that kid. You'd sell that belt. You can you can buy what you make off that belt. You can buy you know ten twenty more. Replica belts. You sell. You yeah. sell that. Yep. And then we had Gunnar Nelson, which I, I almost forgot about this fight when mm-hmm. I was watching it. Gunnar Nelson mm-hmm. versus um, Takashi Sato. Which Gunnar Nelson is the, the game is starting to evolve past him. I, f- I feel. I mean, he's good. He's sharp. He still has you know that karate style stance, and he can he can land when he needs to. But in this fight, look at he he had a more grapple approach. Like he wanted to take it to the ground and mm-hmm. do work there. Which he did, like, each round played out pretty much the exact same way. Start on the feet, he would, like, land some jabs and stuff like that, but he would he would punch to come in and then do, like, a, a collar tie-up. Mm. And try to do work there, get you to the ground, and then body, you know, do a body triangle, and then just try to get you for the submission, but just mostly the slanting punches and elbows. So, um, definitely got the decision win there, so good for him. I, I would want to see more from him, but I... I, I Against like anyone in the top ten, I think it's gonna be a rough go for mm. for Gunner. Yeah, for sure. But she's one of the best grapplers in that division, so we'll see. And then of course yeah. the man of the hour, everyone's favorite fighter that night. Patty the Batty. Patty the Batty Pimblet. Um was just hype again from Start to finish. The crowd the crowd is definitely into it. He, he definitely has that star quality. Yeah, he and does. They're, they're they're trying to compare him to Sugar. But I think Sean O'Malley. I think he's probably bigger. He's still like, well, I mean, Sugar Sugar has star power too. Don't get me wrong. But I feel like Patty has more. Mm-hmm. I think so too. It comes. It, it comes more natural to Patty, mm-hmm. whereas you know Sean O'Malley, you know, puts on. Yeah. Yeah, I can see that. Which, you know, Patty is definitely. If he continues to win the way he's winning, probably the next big star. I have I mean, the thing is, his, his two first both fights, you haven't, you haven't really seen much. Much of his skill set, per se. Yeah. You know what I mean? So It's kind of hard to say, because in both fights, he did get hit. He did get hurt both to both fights. But he turned him around in both fights. The first fight was at a knockout. Second one was submission. So we know he's comfortable no matter where the fight goes. Mm-hmm. So, so that's good. At least he's got that going for him. Not everybody, not, not everybody has that. Mm-hmm. But yeah, the potential to be the next big star for for the UFC, I, I say. Yeah, they, he he wants to he wants to fill up a stadium. And Dana White said that uh, I forget who it was somebody I think I don't know if it was Bob Arum, 
somebody mm-hmm. like what like at, at the event like turned to him i was like it's, it's time for you guys to fill up a stadium like you can definitely do it with these guys yep and they know what you know he's not big on stadiums but because he feels like the, the cage looks too small in a stadium but over there in the uk like people are used to stadium shows so not only that, but stadium is it's good in theory, but you you would need the the level of security you need to do a stadium is is unheard of, because it's just so many, it's just a lot so of people. Much people. Something like if something goes awry, and a riot breaks out, you you can't you you can't have enough security. You don't have enough security to protect people. You know what I mean? It's it's there's a lot of logistical things with doing a stadium mm-hmm. that people just don't really consider. Just the sheer numbers of people. You know, and the, the the logistics of how, because once you once you do a stadium, you're gonna have to do it in a way that, if you need to get people out of there, you can get them out of there mm-hmm. safely. So that you can't do the stadium where the ring is in the middle of the stadium. That's just a bad idea. I mean, that's that's what it has to be because everyone has to see. So they'll figure it out. <laughs> it's a bad idea because like. Ride breaks on people rush the cage. There's not enough security. There's no way you can stop them. Mm, well, guns change the, change that, you know. Once the guns come up, people are, people stop rushing. But we don't work for the UFC, so the other Jake Slicks and how they security. It's up to them. Um, but I think it would be cool to see a stadium show in the UFC. Kind of show like you know the, the the massive numbers that UFC can pull. I think they can definitely do it because you know boxing, you know. Attempts to do it sometimes, if I'm not mistaken. And, you know, soccer and stuff like that. So it's just going to be a ton of people on the floor level, though, mm-hmm. if you do it. Yeah. That's, that's it's going to be a ton of people on the floor level. I would like to see it, honestly. But we'll see. For, for the achievement of it, I would. but I mean, I wouldn't, I wouldn't go to one. Definitely not. Um, and then Arnold Allen, which is another, you know, people are saying he's another star, but... I think it's more in say than actually. Yeah, he, I, he, I don't feel that star power. He, for he him. doesn't have star power. He just he's just winning. Yeah, he's yeah. a good great fighter. Eighteen and one. Um, going up against Dan Hooker, which I was actually rooting for Dan Hooker in this one. I was too. Uh, man has man has had such a rough go lately. And he's, uh, he's gonna hang it up soon. I don't think so. I don't think he's gonna hang it up soon, and I don't think the UFC's gonna let him go either. Just because he's just been there for them so many times. Mm-hmm. He's gone through so much and he's uprooted a lot of his life. It sucked to see them let him go. Like, if they let him go, that would be rough. That would be rough. But he's 21 and 12 now. Mm-hmm. But I, th- I think Dan Hooker still has more to offer. He's a great fighter. He's a great fighter. He, he, he needs to go back to the way he used to fight. He, he, he's, I mean, I, 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 maybe he still fights that way, but he just doesn't, have a, he doesn't get an opportunity to show it. But I remember... Dan Hooker used to throw some devastating hooks to the body and hurt people to the body. And like, and he used to use his knees a lot. Body, head. Yeah, he, was, he, used, to, he used to beat you up. Now he just like throws a combination. He's like looking. He's, he's thinking he's too much. Thinking too much and he's getting a hit. And the chin can't take it. So maybe he maybe should take some time off and recover that chin a little bit. Because he's, he's, he's not just losing by decision. He's, getting, he's getting put out. So yeah. That chin a, needs to recover. Not a good look. Nope. And then in your main event, you had Alexander Volkov versus Tom Aspinall, which I think you got another star there as well. Mm-hmm. Tom Aspinall continues to win. Frank Mare 2.0. There you go. 
He's a heavyweight, but he moves pretty good for heavyweight. Um, almost Cyril Gunn like, but maybe even better. Uh, he's definitely more aggressive than Cyril Gunn. Yeah. Um, and more confident. I mean, Cyril Gunn is more of a counterfighter, but man, who and he was there as well in the, in the audience. So, mm-hmm. and uh, there were talks of maybe doing an interim title, mm-hmm. and it might be Gunn and Espinal. Espinal. I could definitely see I, that. I, I can dig it. And I know they're they're planning to go to France, so maybe that's a France fight. One hundred percent, that'd be a great France fight. Perfect, because you'll get a lot of UK guys just kind of fly over there. It's not that far for them, so that'd be great. Um, also, too, well, I know. Well, getting back to the fight, Tom Aspinall submitted um, Alexander Volkov. Yeah. Um, Aspinall is just a uh, just better all the, everywhere. Yeah, there's not really a whole lot to talk about in that fight, mm-hmm. um, but he did call out. Tuivasa. Yes, which maybe that's your interim battle fight. It could be because Gan just had one. Mm-hmm. So maybe. Do you want to get fresh faces in there? Because if if you do that, if you do if you do that, Tom Aspinall versus Tuivasa, then that's two people that has that have not fought um Francis, have not fought mm-hmm. for, um, for a title. So it'd be perfect. You're gonna get a fresh matchup. If you do Gan and Aspinall, then you, you you potentially have to run the risk of doing Gan and Francis again. Francis again, you know. You want to see fresh faces in there, so there you go. That's how I would look at that. But yeah, whatever, whatever they decide, can't wait to see it. Can't wait to bring it to you guys. But um, this weekend is another UFC. Um, this one, not a big. Banger of a card, but there are some notable got fighters some, on got there. Some noticeable. Um, just looking on here, Quickly. you have um, Fioro, Man and Fioro was Jennifer Maya. Mm-hmm. That's gonna be an interesting fight. Jennifer Maya, of course, you know was a title contender. So let's see what she still got. Mm-hmm. You have what else you got? Sarah McMahon's Sarah fighting McMahon. on there. Carl Rosa. Yeah, that's gonna be a good one. Neil Magny versus Max Griffin. That's gonna be a great fight. Fight of the night, right there. Very strong contender fight tonight for sure. Then you have Mark DeCasey. DeCasey is fighting there. Was so I'm looking forward to seeing that. Ilir Latifi. Your boy Latifi is on there someone as well. I, someone I met in real life, so that's always huh? fun to see him Speaking there. Speaking of, Matt Brown's on there, someone I met. Mm-hmm. He's fighting Brian Barbarino. That's going to be a great fight. So yeah, we're going to be pretty much showing pictures of them when people come and watch you. So, hey, I met this person in real life. There you go. Got pictures like of we do every time they fight. <laughs> <laughs> um, great yeah. great co- co-main event with... Uh, Joanne Wood dropped the call there. Alexa Grasso. This is Alexa Grasso. I like both ladies, mm-hmm. but I, I can see Alexa Grasso running away with that one. Yeah. And then Curtis Blades versus Chris Dacus in your main event. Um, depends on how Curtis Blades show up. I think Curtis Blades could run away with this one if he if he sticks to his wrestle-heavy approach that he usually does. If he doesn't, I can see Dacus knocking him out. Yeah, I think Dacus is going to get this one. I think Doc is going to get this one. And that's two back-to-back heavyweight main... Main events. Main events. So, yeah. They're, they're building the main, up yeah, the heavyweight The heavyweight division. division is looking pretty sharp. You know, for a while it was looking very stale and stagnant, but now there's some... There's a lot of heavyweight contenders now. A lot of heavyweight contenders, a lot of new people, a lot of new blood. Mm-hmm. So, it's good to see. It's cool. Can't wait to see it. But on that note... Mm-hmm think that just about does it for us here on the podcast 
We do thank you guys for continuing to tune in. Be sure to leave a like, a comment. Um, we're definitely trying to get our YouTube numbers up, so the more of that you do, the better. We do appreciate that. And, uh, yeah, share the podcast. Uh, people can listen wherever you listen to podcasts, whether it's on YouTube, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google, Google Podcasts, all that stuff. So continue to share our content. We'll continue to bring it to you guys. Continue to improve our product. Feel free to leave comments and critiques. We are always open to improving our product. So with that, you guys continue to be good to each other. Stay safe out there. Isaac Boys out. Peace. Fight Talk was recorded from the Isaac Boys podcast. You can check us out on Spotify or wherever you listen to podcasts. Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Beaker, you name it, we're there. Check us out. Enjoy listening to the podcast? Well, consider becoming a supporter. As a supporter, you can directly support the podcast with monetary contributions, ranging from a dollar to $10, based on your budget. Your monthly contributions will ensure that we can continue to do what we love doing, bringing you great content. Go to anchor.fm forward slash VIVN to find out how you can become a supporter. All contributions are greatly appreciated.